in Jesus' name. So the first scripture that we, we read, Bazan, Luke 10, 19. When you look at that particular scripture, it, um, it, it is about authority, the authority of the believer. Uh, and the second one is about power, right? So Luke 10, 19 is authority. And the second one, Acts 1, 8, is about power. The second thing I wanted to notice before we move on tonight is that Luke 10 mentions also there the power of the enemy. See, it, it says the enemy has, has power. It is important that to note uh, power of the enemy. For he says, and you uh, shall have authority over all the power of the enemy. So he does have power. Uh, we must never think that we are dealing with someone who's just uh, without teeth. It's a powerful creature we are dealing with. And so this is why we also need power because we are facing power. Amen. The third thing I want us to take note of before we move on tonight is uh, Luke 10 again mentions that if you receive uh, authority is received from Jesus. So we receive authority from Jesus. Now, if we receive authority from Jesus, that scripture says uh, we will not experience any backlash. When it says, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. In other words, if I operate under the authority of the Lord Jesus, nothing shall by any means harm me. I want you to understand that. It, it, it makes a reference to, see, sometimes I can go out there and not knowing exactly what I'm doing, being big-headed, full of arrogance and full of pride, uh, but I must be operating uh, under the authority and through the authority given to me by Jesus Christ. If I do that, then it says, nothing shall by any means harm me. That makes reference to the backlash that uh, the enemy or we experience through the enemy if we do not operate under the authority. Now, that is very important as we are going to move on. So if they try to hurt you, they may try to hurt you. The enemy will always try to hurt us uh, as we exercise our authority that God has given us. But this uh, says it won't work because we are exercising the authority given to us by the Lord Jesus Christ himself. So it's important that we do everything. Uh, when we step out, to do anything, we must be under authority. We receive authority from the Lord. And when we do that, nothing shall by any means harm us. Those are two, two are connected uh, when you look at it. And then Acts 1.8, it talks about the power of the believer. It's about the power of the believer. The power of the believer. So as we begin, now these are the things I want you to understand. That's why this topic and this message becomes important because Umlaba in every territory, every terrain, every region is, a, is a ruled by those who, who possess power, not just, not just those who, who have authority. So it, it becomes important for us to, to distinguish between the two uh, because he, 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 any city, any region, any territory is ruled and governed by those who have power, who possess power, not just authority. Now, it takes us to a place where now we need to define the two. Once you understand these things, you will be under pressure, so to speak, to begin to go and be in your closet, be in your hiding place and begin to seek the face of the Lord. Because you will realize that uh, we have been the church of Jesus Christ. We have been rehearsing uh, for centuries how much authority we have, but we haven't been producing power. So every, every space is dominated by those who have power. So that is important to know. So what is authority, family? When we speak about authority, what is authority? Now, authority, when the Lord says, I give you, all of us uh, tuned this, uh, this evening, according to that scripture, it says, Luke 10, 19, says, I give you authority. Authority is the legal right, legal right to do something. It is the right to do something. It is the right to do something. 
if you will, it is, um, it is when the Lord gives you permission. He gives you consent. All right. He gives you a go ahead. He gives you a green light. That's, that's authority. It means uh, you are allowed to do this. You are under my covering when you do this. You have my protection when you do this. You can go and do this. All right. But what is power? Now, power is the ability to execute your authority. It's the ability to execute the authority. If authority is just legal right, it's like a document that's signed by heaven to say, from this point onwards, you have the right, you have a legal right to operate. You can challenge the enemy. I give you the right to do that. Uh, I give you the right to trample upon serpents. Not anyone can do that because if they do, they will experience backlash. The enemy is going to come for them and begin to terrorize them. But he says, I give you authority. So power is the ability to execute authority. In other words, you remember on Sunday we dealt with capacity. So power is the capacity to do as the authority given to us. So it's the power, it's the, it's the, it's the capacity capacity to do what authority tells us to do. I hope you understand that. Because if you are not careful, you're going, to, you're going to be excited over the fact that you have authority for the rest of your life, but not see the results and the fruit because we are not moving into power. Authority says you have a green light, you can go, but when you get there, you need the power to get it done. You need the power to get it done. All right. So how, how do they differ? Because I need to keep on unpacking it until it's very clear to all of us. So how does authority differ from power? So authority, Bazalwan, is always given from a, from a superior power. So you, you receive authority. You receive authority. Someone bigger than yourself gives you uh, authority or the right to do something legally. So th that's one thing. So a believer receives authority from Jesus Christ. We receive authority to do uh, stuff from the Lord Jesus. Now, the enemy does not receive authority from any superior power. He does not have the authority. The only uh, person who gives Satan authority is a human being who walks in sin. It's a human being who walks out of covenant. Otherwise, he has got no business being in your garden. He's got no business influencing and, and, and um, rearranging furniture uh, in, your, in your house without you giving him authority. So the, the only authority that he will ever receive, if he is to rule over a territory, if he is to govern over a region, he needs some human beings there, some person to give him an entry point to open a door, a portal. Through that, then he gains entry, gains access, and then he begins to do what he wants to do. So God does not give Satan uh, authority other than when a, a, a human being does something. Now the hands of the Father are bound. Now by virtue of the fact that we are walking out of covenant with the Lord, that then gives the enemy a legal right to begin to do stuff in, in the lives of a person. So I want to give you certain examples as to how these two are different. But understand that uh, without that right given to Satan, he has no authority uh, over us. He has no authority over you. This is why we, we, we always speak of repentance and on, on, in, of, um, of walking in holiness. Because when you do that, you are, see, as much as the father needs a landing strip, remember that the Lord needs a landing strip for him to begin to descend and begin to work with us to fulfill his, his, his mandate. The enemy needs the same. He, he needs someone. He looks for an opening. He looks for a, 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 a person who has created a door through sin, then he, he gains entry there, and so, so then he begins to do whatever he wants to do. But without me uh, giving him that authority, he doesn't have any. He doesn't have any. He does not have any authority over your life. If the blood of Jesus uh, cleanses us and we walk in, and we live in repentance, 
and we walk in covenant with the Lord, uh, the enemy has got no right at all over your life. This is why I don't want you to be to live in fear. He has no authority to come and kill you. You know, some of you think that you can just die. Um, no, it, it, that's not how it works in the spirit. You you belong to the Father. You belong to the Lord. The reason why you are here is not just we can have strawberries as much as we love that, you know. And um, I love carrot cake, by the way. Um, that's part of it. But the main reason why you and I are here is to fulfill the agenda of heaven. Now, he will not allow the enemy to take you out uh, just anyhow. Um, we know that things happen in life. There are things I cannot explain to you. There are, there are things which have happened in life. And when you look at the Bible, uh, those things, they don't fit anywhere. Some, some preacher, as far as we know, loves the Lord. And, you know, they're just so committed to Jesus. They go to preach somewhere and they, they meet with an accident and they die. Uh, I cannot explain certain things that happen, but this we know, family, uh, from the scriptures, that your life belongs to the Father. And he refuses with your life. This is why the Bible says, What did Jesus? I have you in the palm of my hand, and no one can snatch you. Out of my hand, he, he says, "You are the apple of his eye." You know, so don't be don't be afraid. Anything that will happen in your life, it is uh, because the Lord has given the enemy permission to to assess you, uh, to conduct an appraisal of you, and uh, but not to destroy you, not to kill you. Every uh, uh, trial is for promotion and every uh, temptation is for demotion. So I'm saying all that to say the authority uh, that the enemy has is, uh, is that which, number one, is given to him by a sinful person. Number two, as in the case of Job, when God wants to, to, to assess you, wants to put you on a, you know, just an appraisal of sorts to see that you are you 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 have made of the material that that he wants you to 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 be made of and and job of course passed that test and he moved on so now i want to give you certain examples of the difference between and i'm going to cover certain things tonight uh, um, the first example of the difference between authority and power you see look at this scenario family you may have authority or legal right to build on a piece of land. So you may have authority to build on a piece of land, but you may not build there for a year or two because you don't have the power. You don't have the, the, the financial power to do so. I want you to, to understand how it works. You may have the documentation. You may have the authority. Uh, the, 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 the land has been given to you. So you, in principle... You have authority. You can build there anytime. But you may not build there for the next five years because there's no power to do so. You know, there, there are no resources to do so. Another example that I want to I wanna, I wanna give to you, then we're going to uh, connect that with the things of the Spirit, is uh, a, a kind farmer. See if there's a farmer. somewhere. A kind farmer, he's a kind, a nice person, can, can give you authority to harvest his crops. He's got about two uh, acres of land. You know, he says everything there, just go, just, just harvest half of it. But you may not have power to do so because you've got no capacity. You've got, you've, got, you've got no helpers. You've got no trucks. You've got nothing. Maybe I only have a wheelbarrow and it's just me. So as much as I've been given authority to harvest this vast field of, 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 of crops, but I might not be able to do what is in his heart, what is in the farmer's heart for me, because I don't have power. I have been given authority, but the power to execute, I don't have. Let me give you maybe this, 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 this last one. So even before I do that, see, the, the, that verse, when Jesus says, behold, I give you authority, that's what it actually means. I give you a go-ahead. I give you the, the green light. But as long as I don't have power, family, nothing changes. That, 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 that field will not get harvested. 
nothing is going to happen. You know, not, that, that building is not going to be built as much as I have the authority. So authority is a, is a signature from heaven that says you can. Now go do it. Because not, not everybody can. Only those who are redeemed, those walking in covenant with the Lord can. So that's authority. Now, it, it, the, 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 the next thing I need to address with you, because I'm trying, to, I'm trying to explain to you, because I want this to be a clear concept to you. When you begin to pray and you pursue it, it's very clear. If, you, if you're driving and uh, suddenly you find yourself at the traffic light, see the traffic light can give you, can just go green. It's authority, it's authority. It gives you authority or the right for you to proceed. But your, your, your car engine can fail you. The, you know, the power of the car can fail right there. So as, you, as much as we have been given the authority to go, you proceed, it's green, that's your authority, but the power of the car, if the car does not move, there is no power to, 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 to kind of move it, give it progression, you get stuck there. So you, you, you will go down in history as someone who had authority, but you didn't have power to execute it. I, I, I pray that becomes very clear to you, family. The reason why the Lord is, is going big on us pursuing the Holy Spirit, on us uh, having a relationship with the Holy Spirit, because He has given us authority over things to bind and to loose. He has given us authority to do things, to begin to, 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 to put up and pull down. That's the authority that we have. But as long as we do not have the power to do so, nothing shall change. Nothing shall shift in Jesus' name. So talking about that uh, family, I want you to know that every city, therefore, every city, every nation, every region will always, will always look like the dominant power there. Not, it won't look like those who have got authority. Then you know the church has authority. We, we've already seen that. But a, ter a territory looks like it, it, it um, reflects the dominant power over it. This is why Amapoisa, for instance, police would have authority in a, in a, in a, in a, in a city, but drug lords often have power. So you find that as much as the, the, the police have got, have, have, got, have got authority and the drug lords have power, the drug lords and the city will look like those who have got more power. Uh, often, often uh, from experience, a moral power has to compete with financial power in that instance. So Ipoisa has got authority, they can, you know, but, but they don't have power. Uh, it's, 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 it's the things that the church must understand if we are going to change our environment, change our cities. This is why we cannot do anything without power. We need the power of the Holy Ghost. Nothing changes without the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Now, the, the, the next thing I must address with you, Bazalwan, you see, for, for centuries now, unfortunately, the church has been, um, has been without, without strength, without, without what they call in Greek dunamis, without power. Now, the world out there, they, that's why they run to Izangoma, they run to Abatandazi, Abatandazi, and all these things which happen. Because what is taking place in the world today, family? requires a church that does not only relate to a broken society theology only. In other words, we don't just tell them uh, words because they need, they're in a desperate situation right now for things to shift, for things to change, for things to be broken over their lives, for, for uh, you know, people are addicted to stuff. They, those things must be broken. People cannot sleep at night. Their voice is speaking to them. Now, the church has not been, uh, over the years, over centuries now, to be, to, to be honest with you, 
we have not moved in power because we felt that and we thought, and it was a lie of the devil, we felt that the, the power to heal the sick and all these things belong to a certain age and a certain era. Why? Because we don't have a, a, a kingdom mindset, a kingdom mentality to understand what God is doing in the earth. So, things have been there. You find that there are a lot of churches everywhere, but there's nothing, there's no change because we are, we are Sunday oriented. We just want, you know, doctrine is powerful, but doctrine without power produces nothing except just holy people who, who behave well, but they change nothing in their environment. We have been called to be a blessing in the earth and to break barriers, to break chains and, and fetters uh, and, and to begin to release people from their prisons. You have been called to do so. I have been called to do so. You have been called to cast out devils. That's the power of the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus. So what power allows you to do, family, after having received authority, is to execute the will of God, to execute the will of God. If God says, I have this phone in front of me, if God says, I give you authority to lift this phone up, but see, if my muscles don't work, the, the, the phone will remain down there. The power of the Holy Spirit enables us to lift up that which God said you must lift up, to pull down that which the word of God said you must pull down. Otherwise, it remains at the level of promise. It remains at the level of some, uh, you know, just nice uh, statement in the word that makes us feel good. But the, the heart of the Lord is that we may begin to pursue these things through prayer, through intercession, and through fasting. We begin to have a, an appetite and a hunger for, for, for the power of God, not for the sake of power, but because we realize that for things to be aligned with that which is in the heart of God in heaven, the power of God must be exercised. So when, when power comes, then we are able to, to put up and pull down. We are able to build and to shift and to rearrange things to constrain and to set free and to control and influence by the power of the Holy Ghost. Without that, family. We are going to repeat that which our ancestors did. We just live our lives Monday to Saturday and on Sunday we go to that place, that venue called the church and we spend about our three hours there of holy stuff that we do. It's beautiful. And then again we go back to our normal lives on Monday but we are not impacting. We are not uh, being of influence in the egg, uh, shifting nothing. The father wants things to be shifted. He wants that, that drug addict to be set free. He wants us to cast out devils. He wants us to heal the sick. That is my challenge. That's, that's your challenge. That's what drives me in prayer. Lord God, let us begin to manifest the power of the Holy Spirit. Let us begin to execute the authority that you have given us in the name of Jesus. So, the Word of God, family, gives you authority. The Word of God gives us authority. What, what we don't want to do is to live the rest of our life rehearsing the Word, uh, just being uh, excited over the authority that we have been given by way of the, of, of the promise, by, what, by way of the, the commands in the Word. We, we don't want to spend the rest of our lives celebrating the fact that we have authority without the power to execute the same. So when the power of the Holy Ghost comes upon us, that's why those two scriptures are important. Because Luke 10, 19, it gives us authority. But Acts 1, 8 says, Then the Holy Spirit will, will come upon you and then you shall receive power. Mm. Shall receive power to execute that which is in my heart. Amen. So if we do not pursue the power of the Holy Ghost, we will, won't be able to shift anything. And God sits in heaven and he looks at these people who have been given a go-ahead through by way of authority but are not able 
to move anything, to shift anything, because the power of the... So when we begin to pursue the Holy Spirit, it, it is a sign that we now understand that God wants certain things to be rearranged. We spoke about Genesis 3 and God restoring things. Now he wants us to partner with him as he begins to restore, not actually it's a continuation of what has been happening over centuries now. But this generation family that I am part of and that you are part of, we are not going to be a, 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 a normal church that just enjoys a Sunday service and then we get excited by a sermon. No, now we know. We know that God has put us in this generation, yes. in this city, in this nation, for us to begin to walk with him and to move with him uh, to execute the authority that we have been given. Now, I want to tell you something that keeps the power of God from being manifest, uh, being made manifest everywhere. Uh, what the enemy does, he, he keeps us unattractive to the Holy Spirit. I'm, I'm going to maybe cover that just towards the end. But let me just make mention of it. He, 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 he wants to keep us unattractive. Maybe this, the stuff that I'm saying, the, the way I'm saying it, you may not have heard uh, it being said like that. But that's what he does. He, he keeps us unattractive. to. Remember the Holy Spirit is the power of God. He is the one who brings power. He is the one. Without the Holy Spirit, there is no power. There, nothing is going to shift. We are going to talk about scriptures and the fact that we have authority, but are we executing it? Is anything moving? Are, are, are things being broken in the name of Jesus? Uh, that's, that is my challenge at this point in my life, in my walk with God. Father, I don't remember in my life witnessing an authentic miracle. You and I must crave and desire be those people who want, who are desperate to see blind people receiving their sight. We, we must have a preoccupation to see the deaf people receiving their hearing, the mute speaking. We must, we must feel very broken when a little child dies and just for no reason, from cancer for instance, because they die prematurely. We must be that generation that pursues the power of God after having received the authority from the Father, now we want to see things happen. Remember, Jesus said, greater works, greater works you shall do. All of you, it is not reserved for the fivefold ministry. It is not exclusive to those we call apostles, those whom we call prophets, those whom we call evangelists, pastors and teachers. The power of the Holy Ghost is for everyone who is redeemed, who is washed by the blood of Jesus because the Lord wants to save the world. The, the Lord is looking at a harvest. He wants return on investment. So every believer, every born again, Holy Spirit baptized believer must go out and be a blessing in the earth, casting out devils, a word of knowledge. And while you're standing in a cube, God begins to speak to you. There's somebody standing behind you they are about to go and commit suicide, jump off over a bridge. Imagine if we walk in the power of the Spirit. That's when you are going to begin to witness negative statistics dropping. When the church of Jesus Christ begins to walk in authority and in power. When we take off our spiritual uh, holy tuxedos and we put on the armor we put on our boots put your boots on put your helmet on put your take on your shield and your and your, and your, and your sword and begin to go into war in the name of jesus that's the church the lord is raising they're called the holy breed or, or it's, it's it's god's people a remnant he's he's pulling out the church from within the church he's pulling out his 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 remnant in the earth these are the people who are going to demonstrate the power of his love. When we talk about power, love is not absent because everything that we are going to do for the Lord is to demonstrate the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. So when we receive the power of the Holy Spirit, 
Now we, 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 we are going somewhere because the earth will begin to be rearranged. Marriages are going to change because that spirit of lust operating in that husband, that spirit of lust that causes him to, to give his wife kind of half-hearted attention because his mind is everywhere else. When the power of the Holy Ghost comes, those devils are cast out. He himself is baptized in the Holy Ghost and those things leave him because they cannot stand the fire. In the presence of the Holy Spirit, where the power of the Holy Ghost is made manifest, there is an immediate change in the environment. The environment begins to reflect the glory of God and the will of God. That's why we must walk you, Amache, Homozo, Bongi, those young people, Lunga, and all the, all, all, the, all, the, all the wives and all the mothers and all the fathers, we must begin to think that way. The blessing of the Lord wants to rest upon us so that we stop being nominal believers who just believe us by name. He wants us out there. He wants to bless the nations through us. He wants to bless neighbors through us. He wants us to pray for the sick. He wants us to cast out devils in the name of Jesus because when that begins to happen, the headlines are going to change. When the church of Jesus Christ begins to walk in authority and power, we begin to determine the narrative in the earth. Uh, we will now get the attention of these uh, cable news network, all the CNNs of this world, when the church begins to be the church and we walk in power. That's what the Lord wants. You think the, the, the church it looks weak because God is weak? No, God is not weak. God is powerful. But he's been waiting for us. He's been waiting for us, his church, to have a revelation of what is going on. We are God's strategy to bless the nations. We are God's strategy to, to, to display and demonstrate and portray His glory in the earth in Jesus' name. He has given us authority, but we need the power to execute it in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want you to know, family, that we must bind and loose. We are God's people. We have been given the authority to bind and to loose. We must have the power to do the same. If we have been given the authority to bind and to loose, we then must go to your closet, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Now I realize that I cannot, there's nothing that's going to change without the power of the Holy Ghost. My neighbor has been complaining to me about something that happens every night at two in the morning. He, his money, her money cannot help them out of that situation. They need the power of the Holy Ghost. You will realize that people who have got money, when it comes to the issues of the spirit, they are helpless. That's where the church comes in. Because God in his wisdom knew that life is so complicated that he will never be irrelevant. The church of Jesus Christ will never be irrelevant. We make ourselves irrelevant when we do not walk in power. When we do not walk in authority and in power. We become essential, essential service. When we begin to walk in these things and we begin to... So if there is anything, family, that must be our preoccupation going forward... We know that through repentance and through holiness, we stand in place of authority, right? We know that. Uh, there is spiritual legitimacy. When we walk in, in holiness, we live a life of repentance. However, without power, not much alignment in the earth will take place. Without power, not much will get done. Gone are the days when you will just think of, of, of yourself as a Christian because you attend a church service. No, the Lord God wants to place his power upon you. Remember that God used that burning bush and he, could, he drew the attention of, of, of a Moses. He put his fire 
on a burning bush. You and I are his redeemed. If he could place his fire on a burning bush, he can place his fire on his redeemed, his inheritance, his people washed in the blood of Jesus. He can reign his anointing, his glory, his power upon you in Jesus' name. So you can change environments, you can change conditions, change circumstances by the power of the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, I'm drawing to a close, family, but I want you to be, I want to wake you up in Jesus' name. I want you to think authority, think power in the name of Jesus. We, uh, we refuse to be irrelevant. We refuse to be just as people who are into bigotry, we're just judgmental, good for nothing. No, we are here in the earth. We are God's strategy to bless the nations. We are God's strategy to break things. Those structures the enemy has put up, we pull them down. We have authority to do so, and now we need the power to do it. In Jesus' name, and it shall be done for the glory of God in Jesus' name. Now, Jesus Christ moved in power. The Bible says in Matthew 4, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease among the people. Then his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought to him all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments, and those who were demon-possessed, epileptics and paralytics, and he healed them, the Bible says, in Jesus' name. In Acts 10, 38, write, write this down. When you see these, they must challenge you, because he said, greater works than these you shall do. Greater than what I've just read. He said greater. We are still uh, trying to do these, let alone the greater. We have not done these yet. When are we going to move on to the greater? Let us come, family. We, we need to have a pr prayer life. We need to be hungry for Jesus. We need to really begin to thirst and hunger for the things of God because the Father wants things done through his people. He has no one else to work through. He has no one else. We are a nation amongst the nations. We are his people. He counts on us to bless the nations in the earth. In, in, in Acts 10, 38, the Bible says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all, says all, who were oppressed by the devil, and for God was with him. Amen. That's, that's, that's the church that God is raising in the name of Jesus how God anointed Indira, how God anointed Zanel, how God anointed Homots or Amat and all of you, Memguban, all of you, how God anointed you with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Amen. Apostles moved in power. Apostles moved in power. It was not just a matter of just, of just a sermon. There is power. That is my hunger, family. That is a dimension. If you want to ask me what is the next thing in my life, what's the next thing in Mem Tabash's life, that's the next dimension we're trusting God for, the dimension of power, the dimension of, of miracles, signs, and wonders. Why? Because when we walk in that, we're demonstrating the power of his life. The apostles move in power. It says in Acts 5.12, And through the hands of the apostles, many signs and wonders were done among the people, and they were all with one accord in Solomon's porch. Ordinary believers in the early church, by the way, they moved in power. They had authority now. Now they need power to execute it. Now the Bible says in Acts 6.8, And Stephen, full of faith and power, did great wonders and signs among the people. He was not one of the apostles, but the Bible says, yes, he, uh, he moved in power, did great wonders and signs among the people. As we wrap up uh, family, uh, let me just talk to you about the strategy of the family, uh, of, the, of, the, of the enemy uh, going forward. What the enemy uh, is, 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 is planning to do. Number one, 
Some of these things I might have already covered, but I, I want to end this way. Number one, he wants to limit the demonstration of God's power in the earth. Because as soon as the church realizes the significance and the importance of moving in the dimension of power, not for the purposes of, of fame or putting ourselves on pedestals and, and all these things, but because we understand that the Father wants things to be realigned and be reorganized uh, and, to, and to reflect that which is in his heart for couples, in marriages, for families, for nations and cities, when we begin to walk in power, he knows that when we do that, his influence dwindles. He does not do anymore what he used to do before. So he wants to limit the demonstration of God's power in Jesus' name. How does he do that? He wants to make you and I an unlikely lending strip for the Holy Spirit. When, 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 when the Holy Spirit wants, wants to lend, it's by the Holy Ghost. This is why the, 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 the X 1, it says, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, upon you in the upper room. So through sin, I become an unlikely lending strip for the Holy Ghost. So as long as you, we, we, we live a life like that, we, we cancel ourselves out as candidates for, for God to use us in the end. You say, but I know people who get drunk and, 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 and but they pray for the sick and all that. It, that. That's a topic for another day because there's a reason why that happens too. Uh, not, not everybody who gets prayed for or and then they scream or they're given a prophecy that's from the Holy Spirit necessarily. This is why you, in the last days, you will have two prophets. One of them is a, is a lying spirit and the other one is a prophet of God. Both of them are professing signs and wonders, uh, but one of them has the breath of heaven on them. The other one has a breath of, of hell over them, but they've been sponsored. It's called sponsored power. That's why they go to, 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 to Nigeria and, and Ghana and all these places, going to the rivers and, and, and begin to be licked by the snakes all day. But there's another topic in Jesus' name. All I'm saying, family, stay in covenant. Walk in, in holiness. You fall, fall forward. Don't fall back. Fall into the arms of his mercy and grace. Uh, ask him to cleanse you and to wash you. Live a life of repentance. Because... If we do not do that, we make ourselves unlikely candidates for the Holy Ghost to land upon and begin to manifest His power through us in Jesus' name. And you know by now that in the absence of power, in the absence of power, everything remains the same. What shifts things in territories, it's power. It's not us wielding that, that um, certificate of authority to say, we, we, we have the potential to change because authority says you have the green light, you have the potential. If there's anyone who can, who can get things done in the city of Deben, it's you. That's authority. But power is the, is, the, is the muscle, the ability to get it done. Amen. So the second thing, I'm, I'm drawing to a close, uh, the second strategy of the enemy going forward is to create pain around us. Listen to this family. I'm almost done. To create pain around us and in us so that our only desire in life is just survival. Just to survive. People are crying out, if, if I can only just survive, if I can only just make it uh, for another day, if I can only just make it for tomorrow, if I can just be happy. He wants to put so much pressure, so much strain, so much tribulation, so much trouble in your finances, in your physical body, so that your only desire, you do not think beyond yourself. I've mentioned this before. Everything becomes uh, uh, self-centered because, I mean, you are going through so much anyway. That is a strategy. So I wanted to look um, at, at life through that lens. Know what he's trying to do. As much as you pray for yourself, of course, because you must. It's your life. You only have one life. But understand the strategy of the enemy through pain. He wants people of God never to venture beyond themselves to think about power. Because when you begin to do so, his, his influence in the earth gets limited. 
is, is influenced, is messed with. Number three, which is the last one, then I close, it is to surround you, that strategy of the enemy, so that there is no demonstration of power in the earth, which is a great threat to him. The third thing is to surround us with much comfort, mm-hmm. much comfort, so that there is no desire for, for, for anything else, because I'm so comfortable. I'm so comfortable. I've got the best job. My bank account is, is handsome. It's just, I'm, you know, I'm just living life. I'm living my, my dream. When you get yourself into a place like that, the enemy can create a situation like that. If, 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 if you know what I'm saying, you get to it. It's like moving to another province and then you get isolated there. There's not, you know. So he wants us to be surrounded with comfort. That there is no passion. Did, did you realize that when, when your fridge was empty, when your bank account was 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 really dented, you didn't know it transported to come out. Did you realize that your prayer life lifted? Did you realize that when 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 your child uh, there was a scare, a health scare in the family, and everything, the future of the family was gonna be determined by a scan? Did you realize how much prayer? That became like there was a revival in the house uh, for that week. Mm. Now imagine all those things are removed. You you just you just comfortable. That's the agenda of the enemy, and I want you to see right through it. In Jesus' name, we must see through that which the enemy is doing. give me three minutes, then I'm done. So the church must be reformed. Reformation is all the things. I'm talking about look at the church through the different lens going forward because the father wants to repair through you. He wants to recover and revive and rehabilitate, renew through you, through the power of God, restore and reinstate through the power of the Holy Ghost. People full of the fire of God in the name of Jesus. So family, as I close, I want you to come to a place in your relationship with the Father, a place of no return. Mm-hmm. A place of oh, no return. Yes, After yes. you've heard the things we've been sharing with Umam Jing over these weeks, I want you to come to a place of no return, that you refuse to be the type of Christian you, you were before. Uh, you know enough now to understand that church is not just what we thought it was. Church is powerful, and God is looking for people like, like yourself, for people like myself to work with and to work through. As I pray, remember these scriptures. Luke 10, 19, he said, Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Acts 1.8, then we pray. But you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the end of the earth. If there are people God is going to use in the nation in this, in this time, it's you, family. It's you, you are going to be craving for the Holy Ghost, walk in holiness, walk in, in repentance, and nothing shall be impossible for those who believe, those who walk in covenant. That's what the Lord desires to see happen in Jesus' name. Let's pray, family, together in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for what you are doing. Rolari Mumendro Satea. La Ramusha Kateria Salamim. Crestoris. Lurish Telamimentis. Father, I pray for our people in Jesus' name. Young and old. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, alter our DNA. In the name of Jesus. Let the fire of the Holy Ghost flow in our very blood, in our marrow, in our bones. In the name of Jesus, I pray 
for uh, I pray for Father. I pray for the power of the Holy Ghost. I pray for Amate. I pray for Indira Uzanele. I pray for the Ngubanes. I pray for Ulongi. I pray for Sisanda. In the name of Jesus. I pray, Father God, for Mochetwa Ulangelich Nobo, the Mieni family. I pray for Mpume Nyandeni. I pray in the name of Jesus. Lori Mundriska for Une. I pray for Meli, listening to me. I pray for Ubongi. I pray for in the name of Jesus. I'm trying to make out what this uh, name is. But uh, there is someone I need to call out right now in Jesus' name. I see sweetness there. Jabaza uh, in Jesus' name. If that's you, I pray for you right now. All of your family, uh, those joining us uh, on f- Facebook. I don't think this. I don't think we're on Facebook tonight. But I pray that the fire of God and the life of heaven in Jesus' name be your portion. From this night going forward, let let the appetite and the passion for the things of the Spirit grow in you for the glory of God. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. 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 Let's unmute them. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord Jesus. You can unmute yourself to talk. Uh, please unmute yourself, Bazwan. I want to hear your voices. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Uh, Lungi, can you hear me? Yes. Mama, I want to understand this. Amen. Yeah, I, I, I want to call your name. I want you to respond, please. Uh, Lungi, say amen. Can you hear me? Amen. 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 Indira, can you hear me? Say bless you. Amen. Amen. Me and your family, bless you. Amen. 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 Uh, sweetness, bless you. Amen. It's Lungani's birthday. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, can you hear me say amen? Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Zanele Mazibugo. Bless you. Amen. Langa, bless you. Amen. Hello, Nana. Memnon Santa, bless you. Hallelujah. Homoto, bless you. Zimi, bless you. Homoto. Amen. I want to hear you tonight. Amasha, can you hear me? Amen. Amen. Mem Gobane, bless you. Bye. Amen. <laughs> bless you, ma'am. Bless you. Mpume, can you hear me? Say amen. Amen. Mochetwa, bless you. Amen. Amen. Sisanda, bless you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Nick, amen. Amen. Bless you, Nelsi. Meli, bless you. Amen. Amen, Bob. Amen, Meli. Bongi, bless you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen, Baba. Bless you, family. Good evening. Love you. Amen. Amen.